Welcome to the Reverse Psychology Rewind. This is a bonus episode discussing the recently released new season of Frasier. It's episode 10, the final episode, Reindeer Games. If you haven't watched yet, uh, you might want to pause, but you don't need to. Just spoilers are fine. Come, come with us. So I'm Curtis Sheck, and joining me is Ryan Samson. Curtis, Christmas came early. <laughs> Frasier's finally over. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I'm pretty relieved. We also have a very special guest, a very, very special guest with us today. And uh, you know them right now, Ryan, only as their username on our Discord, which is Reverse Psycho. Like usual, I don't really know what's going on. Very exciting. I know her as my mom. It is mother of the pod, Eileen Sheff. Hello. Hello, Eileen. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Oh, what an honor. (laughs) This is podcast royalty here. Was it worth concealing this from you? I don't really know why you did. Uh, I, I don't know how it benefited anyone, but here we are. <laughs> We've been talking about her since the very first episode. So yeah, I guess we do have to ask a couple questions. So you know that Frasier's your show and your sons all just watch it, I guess, to appease you. I guess so. Is what yeah. we've learned. Yes. Did you know that? This like before this podcast started? Were oh, you aware sure. Of this? Yeah. Yeah. There are lots of shows they watch to appease me. <laughs> what, what what are some other Eileen shows that we all should be oh, gosh, uh, watching see. backwards? Uh, <laughs> well, Cheers, obviously. Obviously, I, I don't. Do, I don't even. Do you guys even know Cheers, Curtis? I definitely watched Cheers as like a, a show in reruns, and then when it was on Netflix or whatever, I did like a, a watch of it. That show ended when I was pretty young, so it was not one of the shows that I really remember you watching so much. Seinfeld yeah. was a big one. Friends was a big one, and of course, oh, Frasier. Yeah, Friends was a big one. Yeah, I think we were like five when Cheers ended. Something like that, yeah. Would have been tough if you were like, yeah, I was super into Cheers at five. (laughs) (laughs) Especially because it was the end of it and that was crap. So Also, it was a show it was a show show about a bar. Probably not the best viewing for a five-year-old. It was a jovial bunch in the bar, though. True. Okay, so is is Frasier, would you say it's one of your favorite shows? Yes. uh, I mean, it used to be, sure. Yeah. And then we started doing this, and we kind of tore it apart. Fair enough. Understood. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You guys pay way more attention than I ever did. To our blunder. Would you say it was like your top three favorite shows? In its day, I would say it was. I don't know that I would say that anymore. But what I, what are the what are the shows now? What are your what are your modern favorite shows? Well, you know, Breaking Bad was extraordinary. It's obviously wow. in a whole different vein. <laughs> You're goddamn right. When Ethan said that this was his mom's favorite show, I gotta say I pictured the shows my mom watches, and they're not nearly as cool. I don't think my mom knows what Breaking Bad is. Really? I don't think so. Funny story. My kids told me not to watch it. That. I wouldn't like it. Sure it is. Too much. It, well, it was just too much. And and I agreed, knowing what little I did about it before I watched it. But then we watched Better Call Saul. And we oh. had to go back and watch the whole thing. And it was unreal how great it was. <laughs> I remember dissuading you from watching it. And I remember exactly why. Because I remember really enjoying the first Saw movie when it came out. And I remember <laughs> talking it up as a, a great movie. And I remember you watching it and reporting back that you could understand it intellectually. You're like, I know why this is a movie that people like, but it's just too gory. It's just too gross. Like, I just, you just couldn't, you didn't like it. That was way too hard for me, yes. And then I just thought about, like, that second or third episode of Breaking Bad when something horrifying happens some real body horror and i was like i don't know if this is mom's show so there's that yeah it's i mean it's it's hard picturing someone telling their mom to go see saw that's a tough look (laughs) (laughs) 
I learned did Kurt, slowly. Did Curtis <laughs> tell you that uh, we're big Danny Glover fans? We took Brad to go listen to him speak. No. Oh my gosh. And Brad only fell asleep twice and only yelled out in the entire uh, stadium <laughs> twice. <laughs> yeah, Danny Glover is literally like giving a little talk at, at our college. and He's talking and... about how hard it was for him to learn because he had a learning disability. <laughs> and, and Brad falls asleep and wakes up and just shouts. <laughs> That's funny. Another thing I'm curious about, you you have been listening to our pod, uh, presumably because your child makes it, yeah. <laughs> uh, and all of your children have been on it. Yeah. And your newest addition to the family. Yeah. But I'm curious, were, were you a podcast person at all? What's your, what's your relationship to podcasting? As I was plugging in tonight, I realized this is the first podcast I've ever listened wow. to. Wow. And, I, and I get to be on it. <laughs> yeah. Pretty one good. for one. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't even do the Breaking Bad podcast. I haven't done any podcast ever. Curtis, what an honor! I know. Now that you've got the app, now that you're downloading these episodes, have you been intrigued to click around and find other other podcasts to listen to, or are you just like, no, my kid's not on. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. I, I thought about it, but I've never. I don't done think it. you should take it out on, on other podcasts. Like we do, fine job. There's some that do really good. You should go check I'm, some out. One of my current favorite shows is Only Murders in the Building. Mm. Oh, what a great show! So that's fun to watch, and they're all podcasts. You well, you have to. Go oh yeah, serial then, which they they tear apart serial on that show so well. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any other podcast I would recommend. No, that's, but the, I've, that's the only one. Other one you gotta listen to. I'm the son that at one point recommended Saw, so I don't know if that's the best. <laughs> Maybe I'll ask any. One of the reasons we wanted to do these bonus episodes is we wanted to find a way to discuss this new Frasier contemporaneously with their release. Curtis, I'm so excited to keep to the same format we do every week. Everyone's oh, gotten yeah. so used to it. I'm very excited <laughs> so, about this. So the original <laughs> idea was that these would be quick and easy and straightforward <laughs> and simple. And they've very quickly devolved into us just going scene by scene like we do in the regular podcast. <laughs> we haven't really saved that much time or energy. But I finally struck on what a better format for the bonus episodes would be. And I thought, well, let's just do it. Let's just go for it. Yeah, you mean in, in season two, the next season, we're going to do a new format? No, no. I think that uh, we should just do it today. Let's just let's debut it. Let's debut it. Last episode of the season? Last episode of the season. Let's do it. <laughs> What we're going to do is we're going to actually start with our kind of overall review, our good, the bad, and the ugly. And then we'll just kind of justify our position by highlighting whatever we want to highlight. And then we'll probably do some other little mini segments at the end. So before we dive into this specific episode, though, Mom, you have been watching along and listening to us talk about uh, this new season. And, you know, we haven't yet heard your perspective on it so far. So what was your opinion of this new season of Frasier. How much did you love it? Oh, not a lot. Great show or greatest show? <laughs> Obviously better than Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul or where yeah, we Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. Blows them out of the water. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm... Uh, I'm actually really disappointed in the whole thing because they had so many years to work on this and to have such poor writing. I don't know about the actors themselves because I just don't think they're getting material that's very good. David, I know everybody hates David. <laughs> hate and I wonder, is, <laughs> is the actor bad or is he just not given... You know, I, they didn't let this person, this actor, have his own character. They wanted him to be Niles. They couldn't get Niles back, so he's the stand-in for Niles. And I just think... 
they could have given, I mean, they had so much they could have done with him because he had Daphne's influence and you don't see Daphne anywhere in this kid. It's, it's all miles. Oh, that's interesting. You know, a lot of the fans uh, have been, have been kind of defending David as, you know, uh, a, a good combo of Daphne and Niles. That this is a, a good portrayal. There's a little bit of Daphne because he's just not in some episodes. <laughs> <laughs> True. Daphne was also tough, you know. Yeah. She, she had brothers who were tough and she oh I I, I better not get too far we, into that. Oh well they had the brothers on his brothers. We know, yeah, they got a little child drunk once. So we're yes. aware yeah. of them. You know crazy brothers, crazy mother, you know, there's a toughness to death to Daphne that I think just is missing completely from David. I don't know. I don't want to, I, think I don't want to defend all the writing either, but there's like, it, you could see where if she had a real like tough upbringing, she might be actually super soft to her kid. Like that does happen sometimes the reverse. I, again. I suppose. I don't want to defend the writing for any stretch, but like you, <laughs> you could see how that could happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we've, we've remarked before that the other issue with David is that he doesn't make sense as a Harvard student. Like, presumably he's this kind of straight-laced, straight-A smart kid, but he's mm-hmm. also playing this, the dumb character. Like, he's always the idiot in the scene. Yeah. Anyway, Frazier, of course, is just Frazier, and he stepped right back into the role. I don't see any, you know, problem with him. So sorry, the, the way the show ended off, did you like Did you like the last couple seasons? Were you super excited? Were you hoping that they would do a reboot at any point? Um, no, it never even occurred to me to do a reboot. <laughs> when they said they were going to, I thought, well, you know, he came off of Cheers. And when Frasier happened, I thought, eh, not a character I particularly cared for in Cheers anyway. So I wasn't excited about it, but I gave it a shot. And had surrounded him with such good people and good writing and it was just a great show and fun to watch and i had no expectations and maybe that's part of the problem i had no expectations and it was great so when they you know all these years later have a whole new one i thought well he started from scratch the last time maybe they can do it again and recapture that and i think they tried too hard to recapture and not just come up with something else something new I'm curious, what is your opinion of Alan? Because we've praised him pretty consistently. We, we kind of like Alan he's the, as a character. He's the high point. He's the best. Yeah. The only, t- the only time he misses is when it's bad writing. <laughs> yeah. And even agreed. that, he usually does well. He, he, he pulls it off. He's you great. can be annoyed with the writing and still he, he does shine through, he, I think. I agree. He absolutely does. He's great. What, I love Alan. What about Olivia and Freddie? What are they there for? I like you paired them <laughs> together. Like, Well, it's just those are the last two that we've never met before, right? Well, there's Eve. Eve? I'm, I'm not Eve. Okay. What about Eve? E- Eve is, seems pretty pointless. Yeah. <laughs> so a perfect female character for the show, Fraser. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's... They haven't really given her anything to do. And, and, you know, and where's that baby? They keep hiding that baby. They talk about it, but it's never there. I, it's my understanding that with like a, a very young, relatively newborn baby, you can just kind of leave them and they're fine. There's not a lot of attention you need to pay to them. As long as you leave uh, like your, your apartment with a bat in hand, it's fine. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> and Ryan would know because he has one child and another on the way. So Did, did it tonight. You, you left with a bat? Yeah. Well, yeah. Just, I had to defend the person that, that bought my house. <laughs> Sorry, this is a deep Fraser joke. I didn't do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know why he was there. Um, the whole 
thing where she's using her dead boyfriend to make jokes is kind of hideous. I don't know why they thought that would be funny. <laughs> yeah. It isn't. Well, it's frequent. Freddy's just, yuck, I don't like Freddy. I don't like anything they did with his character. He could develop, I think, if, if the show does continue. Hopefully they can develop him into somebody you don't despise. In the last episode, we get that moment where she kind of calls him out as being a smug jerk. Mm -hmm. And that was my favorite because maybe this was a a choice they made, a a weird one, but maybe they intentionally (laughs) made him obnoxious instead of just he is. I liked that scene, but I thought even in that episode, he was still pretty annoying. Even in that scene, he was still pretty annoying. This episode we're going to talk about, I actually think he he showed some promise for a real character if they do a season two. Yeah, I agree. Agree. I think if they do proceed, maybe they can clean them up. <laughs> what would you rate the season? Good, bad, or ugly? I'd rate it bad. Okay. I mean, I think we knew good wasn't in play. I I just think they they could have done a whole lot better with all the time they had to. Do you regret watching all of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul leading into Frasier? Because maybe that would have (laughs) helped. You should have only watched Game of Thrones season eight. You'd have been fine. If you could describe the season finale of Game of Thrones in one word, how would you describe it? Disappointing. Disappointing. No, no, no. no, epic. I don't epic. know. One of those ones. <laughs> I don't think they just did it right. I think they tried too hard to mimic the old Frasier instead of building a new one. Well, shall we Shall we dive into this episode? Yes, please. Ryan, where do you land and why? Curtis, I did not come on this podcast to say Christmas is ugly or bad. It was good. I actually, I loved this episode. I actually genuinely thought it was really good. Not even like rose-colored glasses. I thought there was some touch, like some heartwarming moments. I thought there was some funny bits. It wasn't too funny. I think, and that maybe is why it benefited, but there were some weird plot lines that I think ultimately worked well enough. What phrase for a sitcom it wasn't too funny but i think that helped it i do i i mean it's okay not every not every episode you have to be laughing your ass off like it's fine but like uh this one i didn't but there was there was moments that were good do you have a favorite moment um i liked both of the moments where you have fraser just knowing that the night's gonna go bad because he's an idiot yeah he seems pretty self-aware that his party is gonna go off the rails at some point and then freddie's like why would you think that and then it it goes way worse than you'd have guessed i actually loved that development and i also loved the stupid hallmark plot line where the guy had never seen a hallmark movie the fireman i very much enjoyed that moose that hallmark moment when it first started i didn't love it because it felt like i don't know kind of a cliche at this point to make fun of Hallmark movies. 100%. Um, But then when he starts using just word for word the lines he heard in the movie to try to to get with Olivia, I thought that was delightful. You can't work all the time. It's Christmas. Well, yeah, but the dean is expecting me to... Whoa, slow down. You know what I like most about this snowman? He's not in a hurry to get anywhere. What? Come on, stay for a drink. What the heck? I'm in the movie. I thought it was weird that we weren't using the big guy, the big fireman. I thought he wasn't even at the party at first. He showed up like for the second round of drinking. We did a lot of heavy lifting on Moose and he was he was pretty good this episode. Yeah, no, I agree. We've always liked the uh, fireman. Yeah, but Moose is usually played second fiddle to the other guy. Who totally. Was, uh, 
I don't know if he has a name, but he he usually does most of the firemen's. He usually speaks for the firemen, and he does a good job. Do you have any other highlights, Ryan, you wanted to talk about in this episode? I liked the use of Freddy here. I thought it was pretty good. He was never too much in any scene, even though he was there throughout. And I actually thought that pairing off David and Alan was a good move, because you got, even though David was still a little annoying, he was a lot less. And next to Alan, he it, like it, they kind of balanced each other out. It was a it was a tolerable mix. I agree with that, too. Yeah, I think we, we got a little bit of that last episode with them paired off. I think they kind of discovered they're a good pairing. I still don't love David, but this was by far his best use. I enjoyed it as well. That was the pairing of them together was kind of perfect. Yeah, and it, it was a fun use of their pairing too. Like, so the, I, I yeah. really enjoyed the way Alan was bossing around David the last episode. I'm glad they didn't do that again. I like that they mixed it up. I partially agree. I, I, I'm rating this against the rest of the season and doing that, there's no way I could rate it anything but good. This is, uh, for this season of television, very good. Probably the best episode they've put out. I'd say that if I'm rating against all of television or even just all of Frasier, I probably wouldn't rate it as highly. You could definitely rate it against other Frasier Christmas episodes. I think that would be very fair to do. Well, even if we're just rating against the one you've seen, the High Holidays, I mean, it's this is embarrassingly bad in comparison, but it's still watchable. I want to challenge that a little bit. I don't think there's as big a laughs, but I don't think it's it's a dramatically worse episode of television than that that episode. Maybe. I don't know. I mean... Uh, there's still a mix of good and bad. Like one of the things that bothered me a little, and again, this is a logistic thing that doesn't really matter. It just, it's so ridiculous that it, it's hard to find it funny and it just kind of takes me out of the scene. He gets delivered a live goose. That in and of itself is funny. But okay. then he immediately decides he's going to follow through on trying to cook this thing. How long does he think this party is going to last? Like, what, How long is that goose going to cook if he has to feather it first? <laughs> I'd have been mad if the scrambled egg scene was them eating goose, but that's that's not what happened. <laughs> I, if you if you want to talk about logistic nightmare, I don't I don't like that Freddie was able to scrap together tables and chairs. I thought that was the most yeah. annoying part of the episode. The one thing if they were all just like random chair, like if it looked a little more like thrown together, but it looks like funny, he made a perfect yeah. table. Yeah, super annoying. Uh, so why is this good? I would say um, for me, the character chemistry just clicked better. Uh, you already mentioned Alan and David. Um, I think they work really well together. I think the tree mishap was a fun bit. Frazier being a net technology is hilarious. Even David by himself, not paired with Alan, we get this moment where he knows about the too many trees in the house and he's so excited for Frazier to see it. I don't know if he's excited that he knows Frazier's going to hate it or if he's just excited to have a bunch of trees because he's a kid. But either way, he's his excitement, I thought, was delightful. Yeah. The, we talked about the Hallmark thing. The, I think that worked more than it didn't. And then, honestly, Roz, just a sight for sore eyes. We get Roz back. And they teased it way too much. But we got her. And she was great. She called Frazier on the shit. And it was fun. Yeah, I think if you want to, if you want to, if you're going to tease Roz that much, she can't be in less than four minutes or whatever the hell it was. It was a good, like, four minutes. But, it man, I think it was, what, did you get the runtime for this episode? it felt really long i think this was just over 30 yeah and I, she was in for very very little less than andy daly was for sure yeah but it was a good use of her i mean it definitely ma- it, it definitely felt like the Roz of old as well she hit on all cylinders i i wish they had either brought her in earlier or just d- didn't do so much teasing they just keep teasing it i agree I, I think that the tease took away from it. Yeah. yeah It'd be definitely. one thing if we're like, what is this gift? But like, everybody knows what the gift is. Right. It would have been fun to watch the reveal of the gift with 
Frazier. Are you so? I'm sorry. You're, you're you're talking about the tease in the episode. How they kept teasing at it. Are you talking about like all of the stuff? Because I saw Roz's face all over the place leading up to this episode. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I can't. That, I I don't Google Frazier, so like it came to me. They wanted people to know Roz was going to be on, so they blew the fun for all of us. <laughs> yeah, we knew she was going to have to be in it, right? They they announced ahead of time, like we knew going into mm-hmm. the season she was going to be here. Man, it's one thing to say, you know, keep it a a, a secret, so that when she shows up, the audience goes crazy and it becomes a big media storm after the fact. That could have been fine. fine. That would have been really fun. But because they wanted to use her as a marketing tool, they should have just led with that. They didn't spend half the episode teasing Lilith. Lilith shows up in the first scene. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Give her the whole episode at least. All right. Well, mom, it seems like you're maybe a little bit softer to this newest episode. What would you rate this episode uh, by itself? Uh, This episode was um, all of the above. There was good Good. There was stuff I liked, like, you know, I, the, the David and, and Alan together. Uh, the Hallmark moment between Moose and Olivia was fun. I think the invading uh, grieving person's Christmas Eve was a little over the top. <laughs> that, that does not feel right to me. She wanted to be alone. She didn't leave her be let her have her grief for heaven's sake well that was really confusing right because she's she's saying i want to be just alone and do my own thing and i don't want to be bothered okay fine but then she seems really into the party that happened so like why why was she opposed to going to the party if she like i just don't I, i don't get that part i think that's a good i think they did a good job telling that story right because she knows this is gonna be a tough year she goes into the night going i just i'm just going to be somber and so freddy step he just stops in he says hey is there anything i can get you she goes yeah and then he's about to leave he goes you know what two more things whatever and then the i forget what made the firemen go over there but they accidentally stop over there and she's ends up having a, a decent time and then more people start to trickle over i thought they did that really well her in her head she thought she didn't need people and then turned out that's actually all she needed was a bunch of people to keep her you know distracted thank god her child wasn't around <laughs> Well, yeah. Why would why would her child be at her apartment? What do you mean? <laughs> well, she did say she was going to put him to bed. So apparently, that child never wakes up. As we know, the Fraser apartments, you can't hear anything from room to room. So that baby was fine. Not a, we've we've accounted for that. They did they did that work in the previous eleven seasons. They might have just stuck her in the powder room. <laughs> anyway, so there was there was good. Uh, the logistics of this episode were just really crazy. I mean, Eileen, you've come to the right place. We all hated it. <laughs> I mean, how how do you get all those trees delivered two days before Christmas, completely decorated with colored lights? I might add that turned into white lights. That was when confusing. <laughs> they were all done. How, how did they do that? <laughs> I also don't understand how um, at one point. When Olivia goes into the house and it's empty and the lights are off and it's dark, they flip a switch and suddenly all the Christmas trees turn on. Oh, Did they Curtis, wire it to the switch? Curtis, they flipped the tree light switch. <laughs> have one. They cover them. The one you have next to the rest of your lights. Is that just standard? <laughs> what did Lawrence call it? A tube and bolt? Yeah, that's that's knob and tube setup 101. Yeah. You always have a tree light set because that's the most dangerous one. We saw the tables and chairs. That really annoyed me. What yeah. happened to the other trees, though? Where? Where did they go? You know, I kind of forgave that moment because I imagined maybe they just moved all the trees into Eve's apartment. (laughs) 
in the, with uh, the baby. Yeah, babies like trees. Oh yeah. Oh, I see. I guess that could happen. Just the fact that they also got all of that food. Now it's almost Christmas. You're telling me he yeah. was able to get that all catered in two days? I don't care how much money he has. <laughs> Who's doing that? <laughs> Eileen, I'm sorry. If you if you can buy a whole building out uh, in a single day, you can get you a, they can get somebody get to... a dinner catered. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that that's probably true. His money has no effect on getting Roz there. She seems to get herself there. And that's also kind of a last-minute flight to get on Christmas Eve, isn't it? I'm yeah. glad they covered why the why she wasn't hanging out with her kid, um, but it's still, mm-hmm. yeah, it still felt it felt pretty annoying. No, the bigger logistic issue I had was you're telling me that Fraser shells out for this huge buffet of food, and no one even pretends to go over to it at the party. Like you're really going to hop over to Eve's apartment where there's Hallmark movies. So there's this whole huge buffet of food that looks amazing. I know there's no Christmas goose, but come on. There was some character at one point who kind of comments about what a dead, sad party it is. But like the place is lit up with a million Christmas trees. There's a buffet of delightful looking food. There's a lot of people there. It's not like there was three dudes, you know, sipping on a beer. There was a good chunk of people like milling about. Why was yeah. this not considered a successful party at that point? Yeah, it doesn't make sense at all. Um also, why would he have two bottles of champagne? I didn't get that either. Like, yeah, sure, you get the two really nice bottles of champagne. You better have some champagne backers, though. Yeah. Not every champagne has to cost $500, but, like, you got to have more than two for a huge banquet you're trying to throw. He has the money to throw this last-minute party. He probably has the money to buy as many $500 bottles of champagne as he wants. That's exactly what I was just going to say. It didn't matter how much it costs because he... Managed to pull that buffet together in two days, along with all those trees <laughs> delivered, decorated, and but he couldn't get more than two bottles of champagne. Hmm, that's just weird. It is just weird. Well, <laughs> speaking of just weird, um, well, did you guys find it weird when he invited the whole bar, regardless of who was in there, to his banquet? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I thought it was weirder that they go to the bar just him and Ross by themselves. Did they break in? Because there was no indication there was anybody working there or anybody in there. (laughs) I assume Eve owns that bar. I think that they had the keys. I I assume it was open, but nobody was there because it was Christmas Eve. (laughs) So they just unlocked the door and said, help yourself? No, no, no. I I assume you didn't see the people working or the person working, but they didn't have a lot of patrons because... Sure. It's not crazy that the bar was empty patron-wise, but yeah, they could have had like an extra standing there to make it seem like this was a functioning bar. (laughs) Uh, There was one other thing I loved changing the subject, the reindeer games. Oh, Oh, yeah. What if we try to slip the names of all nine reindeer into casual conversation without anyone noticing? That's the most idiotic and pointless idea. I'm slowly warming to it. It's brilliant, and I'm in. (laughs) Ah, Professor Ruffell. And who is this vixen? Are you going to try to pull that off at the next function you attend? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> That's fun. Curtis, if Brad ever gets married, we're going to have to do that as, at his wedding. It's a weird choice to play a Christmas game at a Jewish wedding, but okay. <laughs> You're not going up to people and be like, how do you feel about Christmas? You're just trying to sneak in some Christmas stuff. Okay. Actually, we're going we're gonna to try to have them do the work eventually because it's going to be too easy for us working in the all the reindeer. I will say it was nice to see the provost come back and he gets a great little bit with that reindeer game. What if we get other people to say the remaining reindeer names without realizing? Oh, now that sounds impossible. Alan, I wanted to tell you what happened at the haberdash. I was being suited like I was Rudolph Valentino. Why? Because of the new comet exhibit at the Harvard. Yes, it's lovely story, Dad. Lovely. Thank you very much. 
ruining our game. I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah. Were you were you a little surprised he was the only returning person? This is a weird move. Who else have we seen that would have come? Maybe the the guy at that weird uh, cult they went to. How about the fu- the dynamo that worked at the cult? Yeah. Why why didn't we have the worker show up? Kevin <laughs> attended the bar. Kevin. Yeah. Podcast oh here, Kevin. They should have hired Kevin to work the party. Why wasn't there a fire concern with all the trees? Why couldn't Andy Daly have shown up? I guess he was a plumber. Oh, he was a plumber. We could have worked out something. We could have figured out something. They could have had a... A leak somewhere he had to come fix. They could have had a leak. I'm sure there was also other guest stars. Is there anything else we should say? I think, no, no, I, no your mom has to pick one. I like choosing all. Okay. I think that's a chaotic maneuver, but you do have to land on one total. Yeah, oh, okay. Uh, in comparison to the rest of this season, I will go good. It's unanimous. In comparison to your least favorite Frasier episode. From the real stuff? Least favorite. Least favorite. I, I don't know what my least favorite is. You don't rank all of them together and just say number seven for them like your son <laughs> i haven't even watched them in ages because yeah breaking bad now it's been a long time since i've watched that too in comparison to my least favorite i'll say still good all right it's a christmas barely. miracle curtis but but just barely <laughs> we'll take it doesn't matter <laughs> there's actually one more thing i wanted to say actually about this i think the reason freddie works so much better in this episode is because he's spending his time trying to help both eve and fraser and it's him as helper him as in his words, hero. I think I can handle helping two people in one night. After all, I uh, do make my living as a hero. So close to being sweet, and then bam, you douched it up. I think the rest of the season, he's being so petty and weird and and trying to go against the tide of his dad that I think he just comes off as smug and annoying. I think he's much better when he's trying to be nice and maybe it's still not going well, but I, I like nice Freddy. For him trying to be a human, it helps. So before you move on, just to sneak in some, my I think my favorite quote from the thing, Frazier's worried that he's he whipped the eggnog too hard and Freddy's like, that's such a stupid thing to worry about. And then we cut over to Olivia and she's like, am I drinking flan? <laughs> There's some good bits. Now, we've done a few times this season, we've kind of punched up the episodes. We've come up with uh, what we think they should have done instead. What would have made it a, a better show? Let's now punch up this episode. We all think it was pretty good. Is there anything you would have liked to have seen changed or different uh, that you think would have made this a better show. Yeah, Curtis, I think we could have ended with some jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I think when we, when we take Roz and Frazier to the bar, they do have some sweet moments. I think it could, we could have been a lot funnier there. We could yeah. have maybe done more callbacky stuff, but I mean, they really, <laughs> they, they let that fizzle. I think more Roz in general would have been good. We get the great bar scene, but then the very next scene, they're at the party, the, the, the dinner's ready, the table's set, everybody's there, and Roz is just sitting on the edge as far from where Frazier is going to sit as possible. She doesn't know anybody else at this party. <laughs> what a terrible ending for Roz. I think you could have cut out the goose bit, which I, I did think was funny, but it wasn't needed funny. Her and Roz going to the bar could have been when he came back and they were all at Eve's apartment. Like, we could have worked that out, I think. The goose has been done to death, too. I mean, it's... it's a You're sitcom. saying the goose got too much screen time? I, I think the goose could have been eliminated. That's what Frazier's trying to do. There, <laughs> there, there was an episode of Murphy Brown that she was doing a Thanksgiving for, you know, charity, and she ordered all these turkeys, and they all came live, you know, and that's mm. just a... It's a old, old bit. I don't know why they would revive it for this, because it... I. 
before I opened the door, I knew it was going to be a live goose. Yeah, it did. It was pretty obvious that it was going to be alive. I, I do agree. They telegraphed it hard. Yeah. yeah. Also, it should have been Andy Daly bringing the goose. If yeah, you're going to do the not? goose, have him be multiple rolled. I would have no problem with him showing up as completely different characters with no explanation. That would be fine. <laughs> one, uh, Frazier would have that one moment where he's like, do I know you? And he's like, no, we've never met. What do you mean? For me, I think they didn't need all the references to Niles. They keep texting and phone calling Niles, but we don't get to hear him. We don't get to see him. He's not actually present. And I think reminding us that this great character isn't there, it, it hurts more than it helps. They should have just <laughs> left that be. I like the phone bit i think you could have kept that one in maybe but yeah they did refer to him a lot this episode when they haven't talked to him a single bit other than this episode that is a weird move could have done like one bit every episode where niles makes fun of him over the phone like we could have kept the character alive that way but they chose to do it just here and i guess it is really annoying yeah i think if he was alive as a character via text that fraser just reads off i think that could have been a fun recurring bit if they had if they had written it well and and done it consistently they would have had to have the chops to do that though which would be tough yeah <laughs> i don't think i'd have called back the provost i thought that was a really weird move he brought very little to the table and i don't think he would have hopped over to eve's apartment for the party yeah, yeah. <laughs> although a, a party with that many people with only two bottles of champagne that might be fine for him yeah, <laughs> yeah they really those, those two bottles of maybe that's why he legs. only got two bottles he's worried about the provost who we know he invited oh, why did why did he even invite the provost why yeah. was the provost back at the bar also he doesn't belong in a bar he doesn't like alcohol yeah we did it twice with them. That was a mess. I don't want to end on what they did wrong. I want to end on a high note for this season. So I think we should pick an MVP for this episode. Um, I think oh, we'd probably have the I same like answer <laughs> if we did an MVP for the season. I think we talked about it earlier and it's pretty clear. Uh, but for this episode, maybe maybe it's somebody different. Mom, you go ahead and lead the charge. Who do you think the I want to, best character was? I want to hear your MVP for the season who isn't Frasier also. For the season, obviously, it's Alan. Would you give him the nod over Frasier? Because I don't think I still would. I still would probably go with Frasier. Oh, interesting. Hmm. No, I think I like Alan better. I, honestly, I've never been that fond of Frasier anyway. So he are we. to be surrounded <laughs> by better characters and Alan is that better character. Frasier sets up a lot of the work though. Like Alan is super funny. He's going to be funny in any situation. We could slot him into any show. He would do well, right? But Frasier, all of the bits, he, if anything you liked of this season, Frasier helped tee it up in some way. He's a, at the least a point guard, if not the person delivering the jokes. He's, it's his that. name on the show. What are you talking about? <laughs> of course he is. Yeah, of course. Should, what are you talking about? But like, but he does a very good job. Like, the only reason this show is watchable is because Frazier is helping every single person involved. I think you're taking MVP too seriously. I don't mean the actual. That's what MVP person. means. I, I mean the person <laughs> you like the most. You know, I don't like sports. You gotta. There's different awards for that. There's the People's Choice or whatever the hell those things are. That would have been much more snappy. We're gonna do the People's Choice Award. <laughs> Obviously, that would be Alan then. Okay. So for this episode, is it still Alan for you, Mom, or do, would you pick somebody else? I'm going to go with the baby. <laughs> <laughs> for, not, for not making a single peep during a huge party. Right. That, yeah. that is some good baby. That is, um, that's baby. a great choice. <laughs> <laughs> Solid choice. Uh, actually, I like David in this episode. They finally did something good with him. He did all right, but we're not going to give him an award for doing 12 good say, minutes. Will you, can you relax a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is 
you you with the original series of Frasier, you you went in with low expectations and yep. came out pleasantly surprised. You came into this episode hating David, and then he wasn't terrible. Yeah, I got to give him credit for that. <laughs> well, he came up with the reindeer games, and that was one of my favorite bits. He knew he was being used by Alan, and he didn't care. He said a strong two episodes. Like, there's no way yeah. around that. He was very excited, like you said, about the trees. You know, he answered the door. I'm I'm glad my plane was delayed because he was apparently going to visit his parents over the holiday but his plane was delayed so he got to see his face and he was taking joy in that ridiculous mess that Frazier had made and which it is funny I was I was super bummed out when it's like oh we could have just missed him completely he could have just got on a plane that would have been great but you're right he ended up having a good episode (laughs) he said he said a a decent back half of the season too yeah I never in a million years would have gone into this episode expecting that we were going to be putting David in contention for MVP <laughs> of the episode. That's wild. He's come a long way. And I'm yeah. glad for the actor that they gave him something to do. Fair. Yeah. Mer- mercifully. Yeah. Uh, again, like he, he did great. He did. He, he had a strong half of the season. We're not going to give him MVP. That's still insane. There's a long way to go with that character. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give the, the honor to Moose. I thought I had a very fine time with him. We never saw more than two minutes an episode he comes out he puts out i don't know maybe like 10 minutes and he does a great job all the way through he does serious stuff he does funny stuff i was into the story i was i was rooting for him at the end olivia kind of stepped on it a little bit but that's what she does i thought it was great moose did a did a nice job that was a fun little subplot actually you know so much of the episode they're they're teasing us that this Roz is coming Roz is coming when's she gonna get here and it was annoying like i, I was actively annoyed that they were delaying the thing that I wanted to see. But I was kind of equally annoyed that I was enjoying these characters and their stories. Like, as much as I wanted them to just stop and give me Roz, I found myself really enjoying what they were doing. So kudos to them for that. How funny would it be if they teased Roz the whole way and she only showed up in the scrambled egg soon? Or if he got in, like, a George (laughs) Foreman grill or something and that was the... That was the gift. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a form is good. Like, you wouldn't be mad. You could cook a goose on it. For, for me, I'm going to give the MVP to one Mrs. Ronnie Lawrence Crane. Send in those Marty Crane decorations and uh giving us that little moment uh, to remember marty i thought that was a great touch and ronnie did makes she, it happen did they say she sent it because i did miss that actually they, oh yeah, yeah that was in fact i loved it because at first they, they open i'm like really you're telling me fraser kept this box of decorations he notoriously hated like spoiler alert <laughs> the the idea that these decorations show up and it's ronnie that sent them because he just died like that makes a lot of sense and made for a nice moment so for me it's ronnie that's fair i mean ronnie should get it every time if we have a season two she better be in it and i, I like seeing rudolph again i'm just i'm just gonna have to cover my ears because i didn't know what was happening for any one of those gifts well that is the end of these bonus apps that is all you get until season two uh but we do still plan to cover these episodes in more depth at a later date to be determined curtis we did it we got through this season we it wasn't painful it. at all <laughs> Oh, it might have been a little painful on multiple fronts, but we did it. We did it. Can I say, and I'm glad. I'm glad I had you here to try to bring me down for every episode. I think that helped. Really kept me in check. I think that this easily could have been nothing but a, a bitch fest. But you, you lightened it. You, you liked this way more than I 
anticipated you would much more than I did. And you brought me around. You definitely made me feel more highly of this than I would have left to my own devices. Too bad none of that rubbed off on your mom because she hated the season. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I wonder if they continue. Will it get better? Because that can happen. You know, you can have a rough start to a a sitcom. And as they get legs and the characters start to develop, you know, they see what works and what doesn't. And and you can watch any show. And in the beginning, the characters are different than how they end up. That's true. There's reason to believe that they could pull out a really good season two. I think that there's, there's some genuine things we saw. There's some tracks they laid down. Some groundwork was done. We got through all the awkward bits. They totally could pull some things out make a couple tweaks with a couple of the characters. We could be after the races next season. Well, if they come back with a season two, we will come back with bonus episodes to cover it. In the meantime, stick around for all of our season 10 reviews uh, actively coming out. Thanks to Kevin Cloud for our theme music. And thank you to my mother for joining us. Thank you to Curtis's mom. Thanks. Thanks for having me. That's all, folks. We're doing it like right after. Are we letting Brad finally watch this? Or are we, okay, we can talk on? about this, I suppose. I don't like the idea of doing it right after because counter counterpoint. I don't want to hold on to Paramount Plus for no reason. It's a garbage app. <laughs> Just cancel it, and then you can always get it later. I guess, or I could never go back to it. We could knock it out of the park, and then just never go back. When do you want to do it? After season 10? Uh, so, th- th- yes. I, I want <laughs> after, to do it after-, after season 7. <laughs> here, here are my thoughts. Wait until they announce that they're going to do a season 2. And if they do a season 2, we don't do it at all until the lead up to that season releasing. Oh, that's fun. Eileen is our only fan. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that sounds good. If there's going to be a season 2. I get it. I, I wouldn't want to hold on to Paramount Plus either. But you can totally cancel it. Genuinely never considered that.